Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Welcome back to another episode of Growing Up the Same. I'm your host, Trevon Edwards, joined by my co-host, Jason Madison. And we have a special guest today, Jamal Crawford. What's going on, Maul? Chilling, bro. Thanks for having me. Excited to be on again, for sure. Yeah, man. Thanks for being on, brother. We appreciate yeah. you. you know, Had to get you out the pool. Had to get you out the pool <laughs> for this one, Jay. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Now, I want to introduce you, Jamal Crawford, professional basketball player, veteran of the NBA, three-time six-man of the year. Award winner. And yeah. This, this, the one or the two. You ready? Let's do it. Goodfellas or Godfather? You can't go wrong, but I'm going with Goodfellas. Yeah. J. Cole or Kendrick? Oh, you you tripping. <laughs> no, <Nah>, I like <laughs> nah, that's tough, bro. No, that's they gotta do a joint album. They gotta right. do a joint album. Gotta yeah, joint album. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Lucas Chili Powder or Hot Cheetos? Hot Cheetos. Yeah. Flintstones or Jetsons? The Jetsons. The Flintstones was classic, but the Jetsons was living in the sky. They was, they right. was on some futuristic stuff. I got to go with them. I feel it. Uh, Drew League or Rucker Park? Rucker only because it's outdoor. In the essence, I grew up on like playing growing up with OGs was playing outside. So right. when you played inside, that was like a blessing. But no disrespect, Drew League is, you know, they're they're legendary. So ain't no disrespect at all. But just the outdoor environment, the way I grew up, you know, and, and being there and playing there, yeah. you know, that's that's like no other. Yep. The three-point shot or and one? Three, but especially off the cross. So I'm going with the three. Yeah. Uh, and one or Under Armour? I ain't never wore Under Armour. I'm gonna go and one because I started my career wearing that, and yeah. just the whole the whole movement was skipped to my Lou and hot sauce and like yeah. watching them tapes and stuff. So I'm going and one. Them tapes was legendary. Man, I, bro, I was carrying the tape everywhere. Every friend's yeah. house I went to, I pop in the VCR. Yeah, and just watch it. Nah, for sure. The soundtrack, everything. I, everything. Man, <laughs> set it off. Crazy. Uh, Magic or Bird? Magic. And no disrespect, Bird. Right. Bird's a killer, but Magic, that's my second favorite player ever. So, Yeah, who's your first? The person behind you on the, on the <laughs> wall. <laughs> jumping, from the, jumping from the free throw line, the one yeah. that allowed you to dream. Yeah. We call him Him-J. <laughs> yeah, for real. I like that, Him-J. Yeah. Um, would you rather be a young gunner or a Wiley veteran? 
Oh, that's a good one. And the young gunner, because like you don't even know what you're about to experience. You don't know the world that's in front of you. You feel like you can take on the world. But the the wily veterans, like you've been there and seen that and you know what's on the other side of that, you know, so to still be effective and still be and have that wisdom, that's kind of priceless. Yeah. Wisdom. Yeah. Sure. Uh Deion Sanders or Bo Jackson? Man, Deion. Prime's my guy. But Bo is you can't go wrong, but Prime, I had the Deion shoes, so I gotta go with him too. Yeah, I had them as well. Yeah. <laughs> um, black socks or white socks? Black. Really white, but when the Fab Five wore black, that was it for me. I was like, I'm like, oh, I'm on some black socks. But, but mm-hmm. I'm going, I'm staying on Fab Five. Black. Yeah. Uh, you prefer a back massage or a foot massage? Uh, back massage. I shoot a lot, man. You saw me play. I shoot a lot. My arms be sore. Yeah, for sure. Uh, beats or rhymes? Rhymes for sure, but beats is the first thing that catches your attention when it come on. Yeah, but I'm more into lyrics. Like I like to know what somebody's saying. I hopefully they're saying something. Right. Yeah. Uh, would you rather have a short life with a lot of money or a long life with not a lot? A long life with not a lot. Like I've never been one that money, like, made me. You know what I'm saying? Like it's 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 great to be able to help people and like money that even leaves me doesn't usually even go to me. Like it goes other places. So for me, a long life. I'm good with that. Yeah. Rakim or Big Daddy Kane? Rakim. Rakim. <laughs> they, yeah, they both legends, but Rakim. Got him, see. Yeah, he, he can't go wrong with him. Uh, Wizards Jordan or Celtics Shaq? Wizards Jordan. You know what's crazy about the Wizards Jordan is that his first year, him and Kobe were the only ones averaging 25 points and five assists at one point in the season. Then he hurt his knee, yeah. and he ended up averaging 22. But, like, he was so good that as a 40-year-old averaging 20-plus points, we said it was a down year for him. Think about yeah. that. Like, that was crazy. <laughs> yeah, I, I, so. The only time I actually got to see him was he played – they played against the Clippers because yeah. nobody – you know what I'm saying? Pops wasn't going to play the Lakers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They played the Clippers, <laughs> and I went to see him play the Clippers on the Wizards. And he put up 23 that night. I'll never forget it. Yeah, and I played against him with the Wizards, which yeah. is crazy. Yeah. Let's put it to that, actually. I just watched it oh, that's uh, a couple months back. Yep. Um, D. Rose or Grant Hill before the injuries? Man. Man, I'm the biggest of both their fans. But Grant, Grant was like – I like size at that position. You know what I'm saying? Almost like being able to play point guard at 6'8 and be able to do all the things he could do. He was something different. In a way, to me, he was like LeBron before LeBron. Not the power, but skill set-wise. You know what I mean? Like somebody could do everything on the court, kind of that point forward. Right. But, D, but everybody knows D. Rose is one of my favorites ever. Like So that's tough. If you gave me two positions closer, that'd be easier, but D, that's tough. That's yeah. tough. Yeah. Uh, he got game or above the rim? Oh, man. He got game was personal to me because I feel like that was my life in high school when I started to kind of make my name, to be honest with you. Yeah. But above the rim, anything with Pac in it, just right. is like too iconic. I got to go with that one. Yeah. And, and he got game was just, it was, it felt so realistic, you know? Like, Bro, I, it felt like I was living that every day. Like yeah. the, the, the recruiting where everybody was like, where's he going to go? Like, it felt like I was living that life every single day. Now, everything, obviously I wasn't you know, getting money or offers like right. that. But it right. was like, it went to that extent. But it was very, very similar to that, yeah. for sure. Uh, would you rather own a yacht or own a plane? Both of them is not good for investment-wise, but <laughs> if I had to own one, 
Yeah. I'm going to say yacht just for the simple fact I don't like being in the air that long, so I wouldn't use it. Or I would own the plane and just run it out share hours. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Instagram or Twitter? Twitter. I don't even have Instagram. Yeah. yeah. Last one, Mac or PC? Which one's the iPad? Which one's that closest uh, that's, to? That's Mac. That's Apple. I'm going Mac then. I'm going yeah. Mac. Yeah, I'm going sure. Mac. It can take you anywhere for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I should have. I should have flipped it and asked you all them same questions, dog. You should have. <laughs> I should have. I should have. Next time, though, that's part Next three. Time, yeah. Hey, part three. That's what I'm saying it right now. Part three, Jay. I'm yeah. asking you the one two. Okay, that's so. Be bet. ready. I'm gonna be ready. I should do a preview right now, but it's cool. I'm gonna let you live. <laughs> part three. <laughs> let me slide. Let me slide. All right. <laughs> all right. Back to Trey. What you got? All right, so I'm going to just jump right into it, man. Tell me about this baby blue Oldsmobile you had. Man, how you know about that? Hey, man, <laughs> come on. Um, Man, I, it was my first first car. And it was, uh, I think I was 16 or 17. My sister bought it for me. And it's crazy looking back now because she bought it for like $800. But you would never know. Like, it was a brand-new paint job. I think that's when Amp was it Amco. Who's doing painting? Yeah. I think I think yeah. Amco was painted. Yeah. yeah, it was painted. It was clean. I had my little twelve disc CD changer in there, you know. So I, I thought, man, I was on top of the world. I, sometimes I get out the car and just stare, like, man, that's mine. Like, you know what I'm saying? So that was my yeah. first car, bro. I may have to go cop that again somewhere. That was my <laughs> car. That was my ride. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You had it when you were sixteen. Yeah, but the fact you know about that is more alarming than anything. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, you know. Hey, Eric, Eric, you Jamal Crawford, man. They, man, they, I ain't nobody, it's a lot, bro. That's it's, a lot of, it's a lot of stuff that's on the, on, out there in the universe. Yeah, for um, real. So in high school, obviously, you know, before before uh, getting on the right track at Rainier, yeah. um, used to ditch school, right? All Tell me about your running with Paul Pierce. <laughs> okay. So we're both from my family in LA live in Inglewood, right? Okay. So I live in Inglewood and Paul obviously lived in Inglewood. So we happened to go to the same barbershop. And my man Hoop, shout out to Hoop Cameron Mays. And he's, you know, always had like AU teams. He's always had like people come in his barbershop. I remember seeing not the sidetrack, but I remember seeing Malik Seeley rest in peace and in, in the barbershop. I remember seeing Stefan Marbury in the barbershop. I remember seeing Derek Martin in the barbershop in high school. But he always had people like, you know, come to a shop. So uh, one day Paul was in there. And I don't know how we started talking. But it was the afternoon. It was one of the days I was ditching school. And so we kind of went back and forth. He kind of eyeing me. I'm kind of eyeing him. And he's like, uh, I'm like, man, it's the Paul Pierce everybody keep talking about. And maybe I was a little disrespectful because, he, you know, I'm a freshman. I think freshman, I'm be a sophomore. And Paul was a senior at the time. So he already did his work, put in work, All-American, all that. And he looked at me for a second and said, like, how you going to question me? Why you ain't in school right now? Why are you supposed to be in class? I'm like, well, you ain't in school. He's like, I'm a senior. You know, like, I'm on my whatever schedule we had or whatever. You know, he had his classes done. And I was just, you know, we went back and forth. Who knew that at that point we were both end up in the NBA? You know, I think, obviously, when you're that high, ranked that high, obviously, he people kind of figured he'd be in the NBA. But for me, I hadn't done nothing. So the fact that we – can look back at it now and both like left our mark in different ways and the NBA is crazy because we were just kids in high school, you know? And, and so, yeah, that story is legendary. Something neither one of us ever forgot. Right. So also while ditching, you ran into some Crips. 
No, well, the other way around. Okay, way so, around. The, so the Crips ran into you. Yeah, no, 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 no. Bloods. Oh, some, some bloods. Blood. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. Some yeah. bloods. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What happened was I didn't know the, the rules because I'm coming from Seattle, right? Okay. So, and actually, at this time, I wasn't ditching. I was in eighth grade going to Dorsey, right? And not really knowing my surroundings. I'm coming from Seattle, so I don't okay. really know my surroundings, bro. I'm in. <laughs> I'm in a blue, remember I talked about the Fat Five, right? So mm -hmm. it's gonna make sense. I'm in a blue t-shirt, mm -hmm. a blue Chris Weber Golden State jersey, some blue jeans, the Penny Hardaways with some blue laces, bro. With the right, so blue you, so you had the, so you had the, so you had the Penny Twos with the blue laces? Bro, I'm out here all wrong. Like, <laughs> yeah. for where I was going, you know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? So I'm not, I'm not knowing all this, you mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not knowing all this at all, so the whole, and dude came from across the street from the Jays. <laughs> he came across the street, and I see a bunch of people on the side kind of watching the whole thing. And he's like, man, where you from? I'm like, I'm from Seattle. So when I said that, instantly he knew I didn't know what I was getting into. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right, yeah. He, didn't know, he knew I didn't know what was going on. So I'm like, man, I'm from Seattle. He's like, oh, I had a bracelet on. It was a fake bracelet. He's like, all right, give me that bracelet. And next time you need to know where you at and you know, boom. All right. And he basically gave me a pass, bro. It's my first time ever going to Dorsey. So I look up and I just happened to be on the outside of the school, but I was on the other side. You know what I'm saying? So I had to walk around. I remember walking in and telling some of my future teammates, like, yo, man, dude just took my bracelet. I was like, oh, well, let's get back to working out. Like, right. it was nothing. Yeah. I'm like, dang, okay. So yeah, that was one of them for sure. Yeah, I had one of those similar situations with the two way. Uh, I just transferred to Compton High, and uh, uh -huh. I, I, maybe I was doing a little too much. I had two two ways on my belt buckle and the Star Attack flip phone. Oh uh, yeah, and this dude from Spooktown came up to me. Was like, "Hey man, I heard you sell uh, two ways." I'm like, "Yeah." He like, "Let me." <laughs> he like, "Let me see it." I'm good. I'm like, "Okay," you know. So the home another person was like, "Yeah, yeah, he good for it," and he walked away. And I ran up on him and grabbed him by his shoulder, and he he pulled the pistol out. And and placed it to my rib. And I was like, you got oh, it. Wow. I was like, you got you it. Got but every, everybody else broke. It. So like, I'm going into practice and uh, they like, what's wrong with him? My coach come in, what's wrong with him? They like, Trey got robbed. He like, what? So he go get the school police. The school police called him cause dude was walking. So they made right. it look like I snitched. And I was like, nah, I ain't gonna oh, say nothing, bro. It was my team, it was my teammate that told on me. Like pretty right. much told on like what happened. And I was like, bro, don't do that. Cause I gotta still right. come here. And I also lived in um I lived in a blood neighborhood going to all crib school. So it was it was it was different, man, going over there to Compton High every day. And Dominguez was kind of partially Crips too. So Right, right, um, right. Just going to both Compton schools. The only blood school that's all blood schools is Centennial. And like I that West Side was just a whole even even if I lived in a blood neighborhood from the east side, going to the West Side was just just out, like we two different. Out. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, right. we two different, two different people. So like, oh, that was, that was definitely was a learning tough. experience. It was so sure. tough to navigate the West Side, East Side politics, being in high school and being on the bus in LA. Like, right. Luckily, like my dad went to Crenshaw. He knew everything. Like he worked at yeah. Park Cemetery. He knows everybody. You know what I'm saying? So he would always be on me about colors and wearing certain shit. Yeah. You know right. Because I, I, I ended up at Verbum Day, which is in Watts. My grandmother's house in the 60s off of Arlington and 60th by Van Ness Park. So, Van Ness. You feel me? 
I'm so going. I lived, bro. I have to cut you off. I lived in, in LA. I lived off of 81st and 2nd Avenue. 2nd Avenue literally is a block over from Van Ness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I used to always go to 76 and and because they had dunkable hoops at the school at the time. So I always walked down there, straight down Van Ness to go to 76, dunking and everything. Yeah. So you know how it is. That's in between. That's I'm, right I'm in between. Like, yeah. Bro, I'm right between everything. But yeah. not to cut you off. No, no. Nah, nah, I was just yeah. saying, like, you know, like just in that area, you know, like you just run into niggas like in the morning, you know what I'm saying, on some stupid shit, niggas trying to patch your pockets, niggas trying to do everything. Like, I'm like, bro, like. And, bro, what? <laughs> how old are you, Jay? Not to. Not I, to. No, I'm, no, I'm 33. Okay, so you was in, like, the, because I was in the mid-90s. Yeah. You was, like, early 2000 era. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, see, I was, the, and it was wild, bro, like, at the time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was, I went to high school, it was 93. Yeah. 93, right? No, 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 90, 13. Yeah, 93, 94, something like that. Right. 94, right? So it was just a wild time at that time. Yeah. Now, yeah. That, was, that was when Cass was really getting their stripes right after the riots when shit was crazy. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. Like, I just remember being a kid and things being wild around me. My my uncle ran a liquor store actually off of like uh, Slauson, you know what I'm saying? over there and so I would be in the back watching the cameras and just seeing people come in and just you know what I'm saying just watching the neighborhood and I was yeah. like this is a lot going on so so what movie is I believe I believe I'm trying to think if I see Boys in the Hood or Men's Society it's one or the other which one did they go I think it was Boys in the Hood I'm almost sure it was Boys in the Hood when Cube saw them in the parking lot and they was eating the burgers or whatever mm. was that Boys in the Hood oh, that's yeah, Boys yeah, yeah. In the Hood. yeah that's Boys in the Hood yeah, yeah. so my grandma literally worked across the street from that place. Yeah. Like right there, like going, cause she used to take me to school in the morning and then she'd go to her job. It was close by. You know what I mean? So it was just like navigating through all that was crazy. Right. Yeah. Tell me more about uh draft night being drafted by the Cavs and then traded for Chris Mill. Bro, it was crazy because when I first put my name in, people thought I was crazy. I'll never forget. There was an article in Seattle. <laughs> And the guy was like, imagine just a year ago walking to any gym and everybody knows your name and your game. You're the most famous person in there, yada, yada, yada. But now you're about to disappear and go play in Serbia or in Russia. And he's like, that was just Jamal Crawford a year ago. That's what he wrote when I, when I announced I was coming out. So I held that article at the time. You know what? Social media, so it was newspaper. So I held that newspaper in my room. We'd be there every day, go work out three times a day preparing for the draft. So – Going through the draft process, I'm not really, you know, highly regarded. I go to Chicago camp, tear it up, and now everybody's like, he's a lottery pick, so I kept my name in. So the, the part that caught me off guard was, like, I never worked out for Cleveland. Never talked to him, never nothing, right? But in, when you're, I got invited to the draft, and when the cameras come around, it means you're about to be drafted. So I'm like, Cleveland Cavaliers, I'm like, I'm like, they make a mistake. Like, I ain't never talked to these people. I'm not yeah. knowing the, the, the politics of the NBA, right, and how business works. Like, damn, all right. So I have my hat on. I'm doing my press conference. And they tell me during my press conference talking about Cleveland, I just got traded to Chicago. I just saw that clip too. I've been bored here in some ways. So when I'm especially in quarantine when I couldn't leave mm-hmm. for a week. So I'm watching a lot of old stuff. And I had everybody start cracking up because I was like, they say you just got trade drafted uh, trade to Chicago. Well, I mean I always love Chicago, man. Everybody start cracking up. But that's where I thought because no, I don't think I've ever said this. On the day of the draft, or maybe I did. I had all Chicago Bears, uh, Chicago Bulls gear on. Oh wow! Everything, t-shirt, cutoff, shorts. But uh, I mean, you from you from the, you from the umbrella of Jordan, so I get it. 
Yeah, but I just I was there for three days. My workout, we hit okay. it off. It just seemed like the right fit. You know what I'm saying? So I still had, you know, they give you gear when you go to these workouts. So I just mm -hmm. had mine on that day. And it ended up playing out that way. You know, within an hour, I was traded to the Bulls. That's sick, man. That's that's young Hippie yeah. Mall right there, too. Oh, um, yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> uh, tell me about shooting at uh, 60 Blue. Uh, at Hoops Me. I, I probably it's during when I think we yeah, work so out with, with MJ. Hoops is, Hoops is the court, right? Hoops is the court, the gym. Okay. And 160 Blue is right next door. That's okay. his, that's his restaurant. So, oh, yeah, it's so restaurant. Hoops, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Hoops is, um, it was crazy, bro. Like working out with him, and like, cause you know, when you're a young player, you got to work out your team first. Mm -hmm. So I had to go from Chicago work out with the Bulls early in the morning and go early enough where I could get down there to play with them. They usually play in the afternoon or whatever. And so just that experience, bro, like being with him every single day, then, you know, it was always like a routine. We'd go play for three hours, then we'd go to the restaurant, chill out for hours, and then do it all over again every day. So just being with him and, and like, them experiences, going to his house, and, like, I can't even say I dreamed about that. Like, even meeting Michael Jordan when I was a kid would, would be everything, but for him to know your name and have you around and all that, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's a dream come true. Hey, or something man, you don't even dream about. That's 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 how I feel right now, man. This is a this is always a joyous moment. Obviously, we're come on, man. We're cool. oh, come on, hey, hey, man. But I'm just saying. I'm just. I'm just saying. At the end of the day, man, we're gonna give you your flowers, bro. Like you know, obviously, you watch you watch Mike. I watch Mike, but you also made it cool for a young black boy for real. Obviously, everybody was rooting for Rayford, right? Shouts to Rayford. Yeah. But you never changed your game. You know what I'm saying, and yeah, I think no, that no. I think that I think that means a lot to that's 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 what representation we lack sometimes. You feel me? Like yeah. you play for certain coaches, and you that's you know it. you come from certain cities. We got a certain bop in our game. For and sure. Between for me being from Compton is you and Baron. You know what I'm saying? It's one that's thing my, to see. Bro, I told. I mean, I got three stories to tell you right after you finish. I ain't okay. Cut you off. Yeah, 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 no. So so like me, obviously switching. From I wore 24 my junior year. I'm like, nobody yeah. wear 24. This is before Kobe. So I'm just right. like, nobody wear 24, man. I don't wear this weak number because somebody stored, stole 21. I was like looking up to Darius Miles because I was playing the three. He Miles, he was in my draft, yeah. So I'm playing the three, and I was like, because I'm 03. So um, I'm like, damn, man, they stole 21. What's my next number? So I switched to one. And you and BD both wore it. So it was like yep. easy, but I also used to wear the headband and I would do the whole head tap shit too. <laughs> but it was cool, you know what I mean? And obviously, like, as I got older, clearly, I'm like, okay, I'm getting closer to this space at the NBA. I'm not right. going to make it to the NBA hooping-wise, but you're I'm, getting st closer, I'm, start right. I'm starting to meet people, you know what I mean? And, like, right. every person I met it was either was like, yo, I played the video game with this person, like, as a character, but then also I collected their cards or I watched them. And like yeah. now it's even more surreal, even though I look at it like we're all human beings and we're not like putting anybody on a plateau, but it's just like you're heroes to like a lot of people. You know what I mean? Like, like I said, That's I know dope, you, you're, you're a very humble dude, you know what I mean? Like, and, and, and a role model in your community. Before I even met you, I used to be telling, you know, Alonzo Weatherby. Yeah, for Big sure. Zoe, that's so, my guy. So like, I'm like, yeah. yo, I, my, my sister lives in federal way. And I used to be like, yo, I got to get my nephew to go to Maul's camp or just even just to go see that because that's the representation he needs to see in general, right. 
you know what I mean? Because I had the Drew League to look up. I had Luther's Park. Yeah. I had different people that, you know, seeing Tyson get drafted from my high school, seeing coaching mm-hmm. DeMar, you know what I mean, et cetera. Like, different stuff, I was watching it like, okay, you can do it too. So, like, I became, like, more of a mentor than anything, just being around it. So, being actually able to to do this pod with you, but then also, you know, build a relationship with you has been, like, really super cool for me. Bro, I appreciate that, like, to the – you don't even have an idea. Like, I remember, like, literally being a kid, dog, like, dreaming about this. Like, for real, like, really dream. I could have told you every player that played, I was collecting cards. I was – sneaking in Laker games. I was sneaking in Sonic games. Like, I used to dream about this, bro. I used to – people always ask how I dribble so well. And to be honest with you, in Seattle, it rains a lot. And for me, I would be out there working by myself. And, and I would be like, man, somebody's in L.A., somebody's in Chicago, somebody's in New York right now working out. And they're going to be better than you if, you're not put, if you don't put the work in. So how everybody says, like, if you're not working right now as a kid right now, work, I was that kid. Like, I was that kid that was working, bro, like, when nobody was here, you know. And that's where, like, my imagination just started coming into play. And that's where just the love of the game. But those three things I was going to say is, that was one, I used to dream about this. Two, Baron was, like, everything to me. Because he's a couple years older than me. So when I was in L.A. sneaking to watch him play and seeing other tournaments, like, Baron's one of the most talented players I've ever seen to this day, like, in person. He's, like... It was too easy for him. That was the perfect nickname for him at the record, right? And and I told Baron, I got a um, I have a, at my house, I have like a, a barbershop, and I have pictures of all my inspirations when I was a kid growing up, like at different you know time points. And I got a picture of Baron in high school at the McDonald's game, and I sent it to him, and I was like, bro, like you gave me that fuel, like seeing you up close and seeing the talent, bro, you helped give me that fuel, that push I needed, whether you know it or not. Cause I'm really big on that. Like you just did. I'm really big on telling people that I love that. I love them, you know, cause you never know how life works out. And just in general, like I want them to enjoy that. And they don't know always the effect they had. So um, that was the thing. And then the last thing was like, for me, I, that's what I'm most proud about myself. Like no matter the coaches, no matter the situations, you guys know hooping, like you could be, you could be at a school and your freshman year, you just score, right? You're the freshman coming in. Your sophomore is a new coach. You're like, well, I want you to be the passer now. Your junior year is like, I want you to come off the bench now. Another coach come in. Another coach come in. Your senior, you're like, well, we, we're kind of building for the future. You know, just be a leader. You know, so all these different things happen. I've had 20 coaches in 20 years, right? So I, every year I basically had to adjust, and I never lost myself in my game for that. And I think that's why the culture messes with me so heavy. You know what I mean? Because never, I'll never change because that's just me. And that wasn't a fancy thing. It was just I've always found a way to adjust and still not lose who I was. And I think that's why the streets kind of really rock with me. Yeah, it got to a point where I was not fighting people over you, but it was to a point <laughs> where, well, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's a difference. Nah, you know? Like, no. I understand that people, you know, me actually being on the media side now, a little, I have a little bit more respect for it. Um, right. But then I also sympathize as being a player. So right. my whole thing is, it's like, you're not going to shoot great all the time. People also no, not going to no. factor in what's going on in your personal life and having to go suit up and still play. Or And, and they're not, not going to factor in, Trey, is I don't play the cover my ass stats. Like, oh, I'm not going to take this shot because it can mess up my percentage. I'm okay. not going to take this half-court shot. Oh, there's two people on you. Throw me this by my own shoot it because it's a bet. No, I don't play that. I play yeah. to win. Like, if you guys have nephews or anything and I ask you, 
like, and they play or younger guys, you guys know, I'm like, how they play. You're like, oh, he played well. You're not going to tell me, oh, he was four for six from the corner and six for eight. From, I don't want to hear that. Shit. Like, I don't want to yeah, hear that. Yeah, it's, it's a different time now. Did he play now. good? Did he not? Yeah. This you need to work on. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. and that's, to me, the essence of basketball is being lost in some ways and the art of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so for me, I'll, like, I don't play for stats. Yeah. Truth be told, if I did, I could have scored even more points to be all the way 100 with you. I don't think I've ever said that. Like, I could have yeah. easily scored more points. Yeah, If for I just sure. never played selfish, that ain't my thing. And, that, and I wouldn't have came off the bench. Like, there's so many sacrifices I wouldn't have made if, I, if that was my end goal. Right. I, you know think a lot of, so, I think a lot of people don't add that into the, to the, to the science of everything, of, like, being unselfish, right. being able – yeah, you can start. I remember you starting in Atlanta, and it was just like, okay, cool. And then you – you know, kind of took a back seat. And that's the thing. Like, I liked how you did in the Players' Tribune where you kind of compared it to a J album. And was yeah. like the different stages. I thought that was really sick on that end. Um, no, I do. But, I look at my career as albums. Like, yeah. everybody has their own favorite, right? Whatever. Yep. I even have my own favorite at times. So, it just – it depends on what it is. It doesn't mean any one is better than another. It's just the one that stuck with you the most, the one you remember the most, the one you love the most, right? So, every album's different. Yeah, so speaking, speaking, oh, go, go ahead, Jason. I was just going to say, I think like certain people, you know, everybody has to make sacrifices for what they do and right. who they are. And I think to me, at least as a fan, as like a lifelong basketball fan and just fan of culture and arts, I think you made the right sacrifices because you were yeah. able to maintain who you are as a, as an athlete. And like that is going to live forever because you're that and you're the best version of that. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate so that, yeah. Look up to you and what you created from your style of play and how you play within all these different teams. And like you were saying, like all these different coaches, like people who are fans of the game and love the game will always love you for that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, and, and to be honest with y'all, because, I mean, this is live. So, like with the bubble, bro, and I'm not even saying it's cocky, but I would, I'm going to say it like in the most humble way possible. I did well. Like the practices I was having yeah. and even the first game, like we played against the number one team. I ain't played a game in 16 months, bro. Right. And I, I we going to like, I had five points and three assists in five minutes. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like it was like, and I, it's like, I ain't missed a beat. And like, just, it, it confirmed and validated everything the team had been seeing in practice, the ones I was practicing in. So like, I, I can't wait hopefully to get this right and get back out there. Cause I'm still, pretty good yeah from a, from a, from a fan side thing. and i had to remove my fan hat obviously on that working on the other end but yeah, i just yeah, was so sure. i was super excited for you man you know for you to you know get that opportunity but then also you know come out there and, and get that love whether you know even though yeah. it was you know kind of cut short a little bit but i definitely yeah. feel like you're gonna be back out there and, and being able to do your thing for sure bro i appreciate it so you mentioned albums, right? And you compared your career yeah. to albums. You've played in Chicago. Yeah. You played in New York. You played in Atlanta. You played in the Bay. You played in LA. What's the best hip hop scene? Well, like hip hop started in New York, right? So that's that's gonna be tough to beat. But obviously, everyone's kind of different. Like just like in music, everybody has their own style. Like LA style, you know what I mean? Smooth, different. Um, so that culture is there for sure. Atlanta, they got their own style. But what's what's interesting now that you you made me think of something. What's interesting is I was always tapped in with the culture. Right. What I mean by that is when I was in um Chicago, you know, I bump into Twister at times, right? Jamming with him. When I was in uh New York, obviously I was with Jay. When I was in Atlanta, me and Gucci got tight, right? CNTI and connecting with him. When I was in LA, 
and I had my first uh, shoe release, Kendrick stopped through. You know what I mean? So like always, like J. Cole just sent me his shoes early the other day. I was repping him yesterday. So like I've always been connected to the culture no matter what. But in, in Oakland, it was 40 and short and Mr. Fab. You know what I mean? So I've always just been connected to the cultures. And like you said, part of that is like every, not every hood, but most of the inner cities really rock with me because I'm really representing them, you know? So it's always been all love on both sides. What do you think, what, no, what does Outkast AT Aliens album mean to you? Every, so you just really just pulling at my heartstrings, dog. That's the one person, that's the one person who I want to meet that I've never met. 3,000. 3,000? Oh yes, I love her like Egyptian on the description, my royal highness. So many pluses when I bust that, that can't be no minus. Went from yelling crickets and crows, bitches and hoes to queen things. Three thousand need to send me a sh- he, he need he need to send my shirt. I bought a shirt from <laughs> I ain't got it yet. You ain't got it yet. I ain't got it yet. But they said it should be he here next you. week. He gonna, get you. He hey, gonna definitely get to me. Wrong. Nobody can say nothing wrong about three thousand for me. So I don't know if I sent you. I don't know if I sent you my Andre three thousand playlist too. I gotta get that to you. I got yeah, some, I got, I got nah, some stuff. The one person I, I wish I could meet. Yeah, sure. me too, bro. He's on my list. Like, I'm, I'm a yeah. guy, and he got the his birthday is the day after mine, and like, okay, and I just been a fan of his, like, you know what I'm saying, for forever. And I, I remember when Love Below came out, and you know, mm-hmm. like, people was kind of on it, but it was like the first time where it was like, is this too weird for us, you know? And then like, it took a couple months for people to catch up, and then they was like, no, he's, he's on it. Most the crazy part is like, you know, you see Drake now, they see Kanye in recent years, yeah. five, six years ago. 3000 is the first one I can remember, like, really singing yep. while rapping. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, he kind of opened up that lane, that genre. And he, yeah, dude, is yeah. just so he's he's out of this world talented. Yep. Like, if to me, if I could be like him on the court, that would be something. Like, he's out of this world talented. His peers know how good he is. Yeah. He could have, he could have went and did a solo thing, but he fit in the group and just stood right. out there in his lane. Right. He the way he thinks about the world, every time he, he raps, he's saying something. Right. Yeah. Like, it's always a message. They ain't, he ain't never just rapping just because he got lips or because it sounds good. He's he's a message in there. You know what I mean? Yeah, there there's some comparisons there between you and him. Yeah, that that's and the that, one person for sure. Yeah, no, nah, Andre's a, my guy. That's the that's the guy. That's my guy. So you mentioned uh, he's, he's on my wall. I'm gonna have to send you all I'm gonna have to try. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna send you a picture. I think I got one because I it's maybe the one I sent to Baron, but I got like a, a pictures of all of the wall. He's on there for sure. Okay, for sure, for sure. Um, so you mentioned how how well you're playing before you know you got injured. Um, yeah. What is it like being in the bubble, bro? You know it's crazy because I was out the bubble obviously for four months when the pandemic happened. It's as close to normalcy as possible. Like after you go through quarantine and everything. So for example, we get tested every single day, right? Um, you can't even. You can't even leave your room. You can't even go to, like, there's a main facility where everybody's team room is, where you get tested at. You can't even go in there. And that's why I got this watch on, if y'all can see it. Mm-hmm. But if it doesn't light up green, that means you didn't fill out the questionnaire. You got to fill out a questionnaire every single day before you go get tested. So, like, before I came here, I hadn't even given nobody DAP in four months just because of COVID and everything. You know what I'm saying? So it's just weird, like, after this is over with, going back to how things are outside because it's so, like, it's a bubble for real. So it's like as close to normal as possible. I see other teams all the time. Um, I went to the gym the other night. Me and Karis went, me and Vert and Westbrook. Russ was on the other end shooting. So it's just like 
Dude, it's like it's like it's like the dopest AU tournament for real. You know what I'm saying? Where everybody at the same hotel, everybody. So it's it's dope. All right, so what's the craziest pickup game you've been in? The craziest one, I would say, I was going to say the, the night I got married because, okay, that one meant the most because it's like my bachelor party was with basically 5,000 people at an open gym, me, CP. Like, so that one meant the most. So the next day I'm getting married. But the craziest one I actually played in was probably the one with me, Michael Jordan, Ray Allen, um, I think Mike Finley, Tim Hardaway a bunch of people in that game and that was one of our tougher games and we won and i remember jay-z and beyonce was there watching when that was like that? one of the last one of the last at hoops that was one of the last days of, the, of that summer yeah so yeah so were you on the same team with mike yeah we never lost two yeah. two straight summer and listen jay listen you got to wrap your mind around this when i say yeah. this when i say we didn't lose it wasn't like we played five games that day we won three they won two so we won the day yeah, we never lost a single game within that for two straight years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that was like um, Antoine Walker was there. That was like uh, that was probably the the best pickup game I ever played. Yeah, because like I I had like a realization when I got to high school. You know, I used to play basketball as a kid, but then when I got to high school and I started seeing like the best players in LA play basketball, and I realized like, oh, in practice, like these guys don't miss. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> like because you don't know that like as a kid like until you see somebody who's on that next level right yeah. it's the same thing with music and everything else right until you like sit in the studio with kendrick or dom or nip you're like oh like he's got a hundred tight songs i've never heard <laughs> like right right that's, right yeah so like that's crazy right yeah yeah so it's like for for you guys i'm sure like you guys are kind of the next level of guys who don't miss in the gym like unless <laughs> And it's crazy because that game I'm talking about, I remember it got intense. Like, you got to think these are all, like, superstar players. I'm just a young dude coming up. But these are all superstar players. Right. And you can feel, like, Jason and Beyonce is watching a pickup game. Right. Like, you can, feel, you can feel the intensity of that game yeah. and the pride kicking in, right? So, it really went from here to here. Yeah. Like, it felt like that. So, exactly. if you, whoever won that game, it was like, it was on. I remember that. Yeah. And I, I hit one of the last shots, I think. Yeah. MJ was pumped. Like it was, it was one of the moments. It was a big moment. Yeah. Um, out of all the places that you played in the league, like where do you, what place do you miss the most? So my two favorites was New York and LA. Yeah. And for different reasons, New York because it felt like I was on stage performing, like for real. Yeah. <clears throat> I remember one time Samuel Jackson came to the game. Yeah. And I wasn't playing that game, and he looked. He was sitting courtside, I think, with Spike, and he looked across the court. And he was like, you're not playing? I'm like, I had something wrong with my hand. I think I missed Kobe. I'm like, no, my hand. He's like, oh, like I only came to see you play. I'm like, dang, that's one of my favorite actors. Like, right, that's so it. That part of it, that part of it was um was crazy with New York. And then you just never knew who was gonna be at the game, right? Like you just I had a lot of relationships I made with people there just from being with the Knicks and everything. And then LA because sort of the same thing, but that was the best chance to me I had to win a championship. 
Mm-hmm. So that part of it, you know what I mean? So we definitely have people there, but just, yeah, the Clippers, just the fact that, don't talk about the Clippers. Like we have stuff, but, but, uh, <laughs> I saw what you were going through. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, that's your second Clipper shot. The first one I wasn't yeah. involved in, when you talk about Jordan, but when you came to the second one, I had to, you know, I had to stand strong. Yeah. So, yeah, so that one, we had a chance to win a championship. And then that was my favorite, too. Yeah. Um, so you yeah. – Go ahead, no, I was gonna say so. So you had a uh, like I guess a signature shoe with uh, or you were under the umbrella of the uh, S. Doc Carter. Yeah, you know? yeah, I was one of the only ones to. Uh, How was it like hooping, hooping in like I guess it's a mid or a high? I had the lows because I remember Hove did the yeah, now the lows you can't right. Him with, and 50, 50 did the commercial, commercial. Yeah, yeah, and he was saying mm-hmm. how they remixed the old school Gucci, right? How were, first of all, how did that come about, you inking with Reebok and, and doing that? And then also, how was the comfort of that shoe? And then also, how you and Jay-Z get tight? Uh, so it all kind of goes from one step to another. I remember I got so tight with MJ. I was like, man, I want to meet Jay-Z. He's like, you want to meet Jay-Z? I'm like, yeah. He never said okay or nothing. He's like, you know, he walked off. And <laughs> I don't know if he told – you guys know World Wide West. I don't know yeah. if he told him that. He probably did, knowing now, looking back. But after I tore my ACL with them, we were working out at the gym. Uh, it was – you know, there's like a – gap between like you're doing now right so there's mm-hmm. a gap when you get hurt that you don't just go right to surgery kind of wait mm-hmm. and so during that gap i was walking without cut crutches i had my knee drain and everything and i remember west was like i saw him on the street him mj everybody on the street they was about to walk in a restaurant or a lounge and west was like why are you not in your crutches i'm like no 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 it's not time for that you know i'm good for now and when i get up to him he's standing outside the truck but it doesn't look like there's nothing special about the truck so when I get, I walk from across the street, when I get almost face to face with Wes and we answer each other, the window goes down and it's Jay. I'm like, oh, I said, oh, right? So I'm like, oh, and we meet, whatever. But he, I had met him a couple times in the gym, but like actually really meeting him, I'm like, oh man. So, hold on, let me go back. That story is right, but I think I met him before he came to the gym at Hoops that time because that was the first time I actually met him. Then he came to the gym after that. So he, when he came that day at Hoops, he kind of had a familiarity with me because he had kind of met me a little bit. But anyways, so it went from that to I remember he called me. We were, you know, stay texting or whatever. He called me. He's like, yo, I need you to come to the record and play. He's like, but I can't lose. We cannot lose. And he called. I never answer and identified numbers, but I answered that day. I don't know why. So he's on the phone. And I'm like, all right. I'm like, cool. I was like, can I bring my guy, Eddie Curry? He's like, yeah, for sure. So I told Eddie, and we start going to New York to play the Rucker every week, right? So from there, like, <laughs> from there, our relationship just grew. This one, he had first opened a 40-40, so we was going to 44. We had a whole routine. So after that, um, you know, I'm with Reebok, and he's obviously doing his thing with Reebok. And then Steve Stout hit me, and he was like, yo, like, we come out the shoe. What would you think about wearing basketball shoes? I'm like, and everybody knows how much I love Jay. So I'm like, man, I didn't care what it looked like, felt like. I'm, I was like, I'm doing it. They're like, no, no, you got to actually like try. I'm like, man, I'm good. So they sent me the shoe. The first time I wear the shoe, it was the same shoe you had, but high tops. There was nothing different about it. So the first time I wear it, we played Philly. 
And AI was like, yo, you can wear them? Like, he thought the same thing. Like, it was low tops. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm cool. Anyways, I was cool. I wore them again. My, so that was my last year in Chicago. My first year in New York, um, they had the same shoe. Then my next year in New York, they made a basketball shoe. Jay was like, I got to get you a basketball shoe. Like, I can't have you out here wearing these and shoes. So that's when it just took off. And our relationship stayed tight to this day. And that's that's so crazy because yeah. like I met. Yeah, I'm I met, sorry. It was, I'm sorry. It's long winded, but no, nah, that's the, it's not long winded. Memories, bro. I said that's Hold a on, great man. that's a great story, man. I'm gonna see if you can find this. I'm, I'm gonna show you this. Tell me if you guys can see this. Somebody just sent me an old picture. I was in the Dime magazine. Okay, and Trey, I'm not putting nothing against you, so I'm, I'm almost sure you can find it in person. Mm-hmm. But a friend of mine just sent me this picture. Since we're talking about it, I'm gonna show you this. Check this out. Can y'all see this? Yes. Yeah. I have a fur on with the rock chain on that Jay gave me. Uh, you still oh, got wow. that rock chain? Yeah, 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 for sure. Okay, that was yeah. like my last year in Chicago. Okay, so that's sick. The other day. Where was that yeah. picture at? That was a photo shoot? That, yeah, I was in a dime magazine. I'm going to show you okay. another picture I was in that magazine too. So this right here. So you see those two Jordans right there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was the first and last pair he ever – that MJ signed for me and gave to me that he wore against the Bulls. And if you look really hard – I know you can't see it, but my jersey signed by him too, the Wizards jersey. But, oh, sick. Yeah, this, this is all in the Dime magazine. Yeah. From that, from like 03, 04. You got to go find that, Trey. Yeah, no, nah, I, I definitely get it, yeah. man. I actually got some buddies yeah. that was at Dime, so I'm sure they can work something out for me. But, yeah, man, yeah, that's, that's sure. definitely a cool story, man, because I met Hove during the 20th anniversary of Reasonable Doubt. And, uh, I was at the 10th anniversary concert. Okay. So they did yeah. a pop-up. This is when pop-ups was finally making this wave. Well, not making this wave, but kind of getting kind of trendy in Los Angeles. And uh-huh. uh, this is when Jay went vegan <laughs> and all this other shit, right? Uh, so so yeah, we're, right. Going, we're going through the door, and it's me, T.A., Trevor Reza, um, mm-hmm. my homie Steve Moore was with Brandon Jennings, and, like, another another guy, Will Mall okay. from Joe Budden's okay. podcast. And we're we're in there and we're just chilling, but like nobody like told us like yo Jay may come through because it wasn't open right. to the public yet. We got the early access, so we're kind of just kind of just sitting around. They're playing they're playing reasonable doubt. I'm just rapping along, and he was like, he comes over and he's just like, yo you you really know you, you know what you know about this? And I was looking, and I was like, and I got you this shocked stuck. face, right? <laughs> So I was sitting there, and he's like, he reaches his hand out, and he's like, I'm Sean. My name is Jay. What's your name? Yo. Huh? Ellen, what are you doing? Ellen. Uh, I'm making music. Uh, great. <laughs> I'm on my way to a performance in Brooklyn at the New Brooklyn Arena. Oh, that's oh, – I know who you are, bro. Right. You right. ho, dog. Like, you know what I'm saying? But it was a cool – it's definitely a cool experience to meet him and stuff like that. But, like, I always – um, you know, just being in a sneaker community, I always trip off of you hooping in those, but then also like, you know, the fan side, I, you know, I think I tweeted you before we started following each other. Like, yo, if you still got them, like, let me get a pair. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'll be nah, really dude, looking for them. I remember who had a bunch of yours. Cause my God brother was going to UW. He was going to go to UW. And I think Will Conroy was his host. Yeah, and he probably he gave him to, some. He went to no, he didn't give him the, he didn't give him to him, but he went to Will's house, and when he went uh-huh. to Will's house, you had laced him, so he had every colorway. I'm talking about the yeah. colorways that you ain't never seen. All that yeah. he was just like he wasn't thinking about it at that particular time to ask Will because he was gonna go. Romar was really on his case, and then Bobby Jones actually 
me and Bobby Jones was really close. And Bob time. actually went, yeah. Yeah, so, nah, you know. like, I have – I got to find – I have a few at my house that are never coming out, but I have, like – bro, I literally had, like, hundreds. In my apartment in New York, you can ask Trev, because Trev was upstairs. We're in the same building. Mm-hmm. And so at my apartment in New York, I literally had hundreds of pairs. When you walked in my apartment, I didn't – like, I wasn't trying – it looked like a footlocker. I didn't have no space for it. So I said it all right in the front living room. They were like a foot locker, bro. And I still have a bunch of them. It's just a storage, but a lot of them are never coming out. Shit, I'm a nine and a half if you got them. Oh, <laughs> no, they, that, they was my size. That's the only Oh, thing. right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah they, I, they I, I, I don't want, listen, Jay, listen, Jay, I don't want your size. I just want them autographed. And, and, no, so I can put them in a, so I can put them in a glass. Uh, no, once I get out of storage, I got you. Yeah, for sure. I was just going to say real quick, Trey, since we was trading uh, Jay-Z meeting stories, I actually met Jay at uh at the Kanye 808 and Heartbreaks uh album release. And uh it was like this was like when Kanye was first getting real weird. Like, you know, he had like 50 naked women in the middle of the thing, like Yeah, he's house. doing his own thing. Like, yeah, and it right. was pitch black and it was like all like, you know what I'm saying, all the who's who in the industry is there. And I'm just like, what? And so my homegirl, uh this girl, Miss Diddy, she was actually on um, College Dropout as like the bootleg queen and all of this stuff. So, oh, wow. so she's in there. She uh, and I have I, I had known Kanye since then. Like I met him through my mentor, who's a producer. He had me like meet Kanye when he was working on the College Dropout, whatever, whatever. So years pass. Everybody's in the spot. The album starts playing. It's pitch black. Whatever. I'm just there vibing. I'm with the homegirl. She's like, yo. Uh, you want to meet Jay? And I'm like, you mean Jay-Z? And she's like, yeah, yeah, he's right over here. And so I turn around like two steps. He's standing right there, you know what I'm saying? Shake his hand. And I just, I I didn't fan out, but I for sure told him, I'm like, bro, you're low-key my hero. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I nah, that's real. Up. And he was just nah. like, oh, for sure, that's what's up. And then like literally like 30 seconds later, uh, Amazing came on. And it was like the first time I heard it, the Jeezy and Kanye. Oh, shit. wow. Yeah, yeah, So the beat's just rocking. And I'm just standing there next to Jay, just looking at him, giving him that face like, mm, this is stupid. Yeah. And that was my little moment with Ho. Like, you know. That's crazy, bro. Like he got a him and MJ specifically got like an aura about them. You know yeah. what I mean? Like Jay got a, it's different though. So MJ is like a glow. Yeah, I promise. There's like a glow around it when you walk in. Like, damn, like it's unbelievable. I never seen Mike. it with nobody else. And that's yeah. Mike, bro. I've never seen it with nobody else. And yeah. Jay's is like, you know, he's there, but he always got the vibe. Like he's the coolest dude in the room. And him, you know what I mean? Like he just always got that vibe. Like, yeah, he's the coolest dude in the room. So it's 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 dope for sure. Um, let me ask you, what was going through your mind the first time you played in a real game against your son? Oh. <laughs> To be honest with you, me and him looked at it as different from different perspectives. Like he was looking at it like I'm about to tear dad's head off. I've been waiting for this. And I was looking at it like, this is wow. Like the fact that like I'm playing against my son in my own pro am. Like, so I was he was looking at it as like we talked about as the young gunner coming. I'm looking at it from the Wiley veteran, like, wow, this is crazy. You know, so two totally different perspectives, and both of them was cool. Yeah. And we both got a chance to, like, really enjoy that. And that was just, like, dope. But I made sure my team won. I can't let it be. We played one-on-one. Bro, we played one-on-one, I think, 12 times before I came here. Mm-hmm. And that's what kind of, like, helped keep me sharp and keep my skills sharp. Because pandemic, I, I wasn't going nowhere. You know what I mean? So to, to get a chance to play 
with him one-on-one, he's athletic and he's 6'4", and, you know, like, it kept me sharp, yeah. for sure. Thank you for him. Yeah. What's, uh, yeah. what's been the most important part of your life outside of the game? Keeping my faith in God. You know, I think when I do that, I, it, it helps me make the right decisions, and it, it guides me the right way. You know what I'm saying? Like, it keeps me centered. It, it keeps my humility. It keeps my um, my that preach that being grateful staying appreciative like i think that's the center for everything my family like those two things it's like the most important and then I, i'm able to work outwardly i'm better for people after those two are like you know i feel good about everything mm-hmm. i'm able to be a, a like a more of a, a blessing to people and have more energy for people and be like you know i think those things keep me keep me centered yeah so yeah. i got i got Really, a one A one B question. Clearly, uh, okay. Since this is part two of your interview, yeah. So I'm still gonna ask you for 18 year old advice, advice. But then also, since since you since you since you graduated to OG, what's your advice <laughs> for the 30 year olds too? So you got two. Oh. So so what was your advice for 18 year old mall, and then what's your advice for 30 year old mall? My advice for 18 year old mall is to is to have your dreams and chase them like wholeheartedly be willing to sacrifice whatever it takes if that's what you believe in like you're going it's going to take hard work it's going to take dedication it's going to take discipline it's going to take like staying motivated staying hungry not making the wrong decisions at that age it's really easy to follow the crowd it's really easy to you know get sidetracked there's always some a distraction coming at you. So I would just say stay focused. Those are the main things for me. You know, keep God first. Thirty year old, I'ma say, you know, you gotta at, for me at that time it's, it's the time to start your legacy. <clears throat> as far as in the community, like when you really take a step forward of you was thinking you may have had an idea you wanted to give to the community, but you you weren't sure you was ready for it. Thirty year old is time. You gotta take the take a step. You know, you'll be surprised, even if you're kind of hesitant taking that step, you'll be surprised the good that comes out of it, you know, and, and how far you can go and it can lead you to the next step. So the 30-year-old would be uh, more so your legacy in the community, your legacy with your family if you have one. If you don't, being a mentor to kids, a younger generation coming up, because you know, you know, what their future looks like because you're living it, whether they know it or not. They're like, I'm 18, I got to worry about that now. At 30, you're like, no, nah, I've been there. You know, so I think actually being a, a leader in your community and and definitely being you know a mentor in that regard that was that would be my advice for 30 year old ladies and gentlemen jamal crawford aka wave god senior aka <laughs> the the hoop vampire aka mr six man thank you again bro for joining us yeah, bro anytime Molly. you know what i think we gonna do i think we just gonna have to like we just gonna have to keep the parts going, bro. Like, hey, you know listen, I, mean? I could do a straight series with you, bro. But we're just <laughs> right. talking this about is, life we, and all. This is like a stuff. series in the works, bro. Yeah. This is no lie. I don't think I've ever done a back to back with nobody in interview. So we just gonna have to keep going the trilogy. Then it's gonna be. We're gonna yeah, keep nah, the whole listen, thing the listen, blueprint. It's, it's and we're all just gonna good, keep going bro. Off of it.